You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From the Kansas City 17. He's got a first and ten. He gets the snap. He fakes the handoff. He gets a block from his left tackle. Here's a four-man rush. Looks long. Line drive. End zone. Caught. Gronkowski. Back in the end zone. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Tom Brady has just thrown his second touchdown pass tonight to Rob Gronkowski. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's BetQL Daily from BetQL. This is the BetQL Network airing live in 10 markets throughout the country. And you also have the Odyssey app. So no excuses, people. Download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. I'm Joe Ostrowski along with Joe Giglio. And, uh, Joe, we have to take a look at the NFC South. The defending champs went 11-5 and last season, but they did not have the best record in the division due to some struggles early on in the season. Somehow, Tampa Bay lost to the Chicago Bears in primetime at Soldier Field. The Saints had the best record in the division at 12-4 and last year. Carolina in third place at 5-11. and Atlanta, last place in the division, had the fourth overall pick. They go 4-12 and a season ago, and they draft Kyle Pick. Pitts, we uh, we have to start with the champs, right? Um, one of the biggest storylines in the NFL is Tom Brady and the Bucks have all 22 starters returning. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, this never happens. I mean, this is significant because you never see this kind of continuity with a Super Bowl champion. And Joe, the, the part about them that is the most interesting to me isn't that just they won the Super Bowl. They're really good. They have Tom Brady. We know all that. It's look what happened with that team post-Thanksgiving on. They had a late bye. And then they just weren't good. They were dominant. Like their over under number this year is 11 and a half. And that feels like a high number, big number. That that means I have to get 12 wins for you to cash this. But if you look at them post Thanksgiving on, they look like the the most dominant team in the NFL. Like they look Mm -hmm. like a team that could win if they are healthy and they're older. So that's a question. But they look like they can win 13 games if they play like that all year long. They're going to cruise to double digit victories. Yes. They're going to cruise to it. Now, if they're trying, They'll get, go over the number. This is heavily juiced to the over at points bet. It's 11 and a half, but it's minus 165 to the over. One of the reasons might be, how do you win the Super Bowl and have one of the five easiest schedules in the NFL? But that's what the Bucks have right here. Yeah, and you mentioned if they want to. That's going to be the question, because if you look at this division, I think it's, I think it's pretty realistic. We'll get to the other three teams that they don't need to push in mm-hmm. late December to win the division. It's going to be a matter of, do they want to push for home field? Who are they fighting with? Does a buy matter? How much does Bruce Arians care about rest for especially a quarterback that is, you know, I mean, pushing 50 years old, like, do they want to go over the number? That's a question they can. It's, it's a matter of, or do you trust and kind of all the other factors lined up 
that they're going to keep pushing last week or two of the season. You're not going to bet on them to win the division, but chances are they will win the division. They are minus 200 to win the NFC South. The second favorite, New Orleans plus 300, Atlanta plus 800, Carolina plus 1100. Uh, going past the Bucks, any in team enticing? Yeah, the most value there that I see is the Falcons at plus 800. I, I I do not think the Saints are winning this division. I think the big step back is coming without a quarterback. And think about the Falcons, okay? Of the other three teams, who has the best quarterback? It's the Falcons. It's Matt Ryan. I take him over whatever the Saints are going to throw out there. I'll take him over Sam Darnold. And they have a new coach, and we've seen this in recent years. Then The first year, new coach, bad team. It, it kind of goes from good to bad really fast sometimes in the NFL. Arthur Smith could be that guy. I mean, I, I recognize the Falcons have a lot of issues full roster-wise, but I mean they're going to be able to score some points. Arthur Smith's a good offensive coach, and I still like Matt Ryan. Remember all those years ago, Joe, the Chargers every year weren't any good, and we kept saying, you know, one of these years they're going to they're figure it out. And they had that year where they uh, went like 12-4 and four and they made the playoffs. I think one of these years the Falcons are going to be that old Chargers team with Phillip Rivers a couple years ago, Matt Ryan playing that role. Is it this year? I don't know. But if you ask me to take somebody else at any value, I, I'd like the Falcons at plus 800. They're the team that has the high ceiling of the three others. Uh, hot take. The Bucks have the worst play caller in the division. You got Arthur Smith in Atlanta, Sean Payton in New Orleans, and Joe Brady. Everybody's going to be going after him to be sure. a head coach of their team coming up because this is the trend. This is what we're seeing in the league. All right, let's get the offensive mind. Hire him as a head coach. He'll call plays. That way, no other team's going to pluck him away. Well, listen, uh, and Joe Brady did have a couple of interviews this year. I know he interviewed for the Eagles job. If Joe Brady can get Sam Darnold to play even average football, every team should want to hire him because Sam Darnold's been everything but average as he got in the NFL. Yeah, that's, but that just goes to show you how offense will rule this division. You're right. The play callers are great. I like the direction of Atlanta. I'm not sure it'll happen in year one, but good, good hire in Arthur Smith. You flipped it a little bit. <laughs> they they made a change. What was it? Were we even four games into the season last year when they fired Dan Quinn? Was it know, four was or five that? games? It was Raheem Morris was the interim last year? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I believe it was Raheem Morris. They got a new head coach, new general manager. They trade Julio, and they draft Kyle Pitts. Can you turn it around in year one? Hey, you still have Ridley. It's not like, oh, man, we don't have Julio. Oh, what, you're going to miss those five games he was on the field for you? And Russell Gage put up some numbers as a third option. You figure it's Ridley 1, it's Pitts 2, Russell Gage. They're going to score. There's no question. Yeah. The Titans will find a way to score points. I love Pitts. I mean, Joe, before it became clear that that he was going to go to Atlanta, I, I was I was banging the table in Philadelphia saying, the Eagles have to take that kid if they stayed at 6. I mean, he, I think he is going to be a great tight end in the NFL, just a, a great weapon. So they're going to score. It's a matter of, can they stop anybody in a division like you mentioned that has great play callers everywhere? This is a division that's going to be lined up for 33, 30 games all year. Okay, so I was liking the direction overall of uh, what Matt Rule and where he was taking the Panthers. What I don't get is, okay, we're moving on from Teddy. Let's get our next quarterback. You know what? Let's draft J.C. Horn and go trade for Sam Darnold instead of drafting Justin Fields. Yeah, and I even could understand, Joe, if if they went a different direction. Like if they're in if they were in the mix to go trade for a Matt Stafford, which it seemed like they wanted to do, Stafford, right? Or they want Deshaun Watson. I'm good with that. Like if they want to trade for a veteran quarterback and they don't want to go the route of drafting one, I, I'm okay with that. But the idea that that they took a defensive player there when all those quarterbacks fell down the board, 
I don't get it. And and Darnold's the part of this equation that makes this least sense. I, I could even understand passing on quarterback, waiting for Watson to come available, whatever. But what, but what are you doing with Sam Darnold? And then they picked up the option on the con. Like, what are they doing with Sam? He can play. He can't. Yeah, since he got in the league, he hasn't been able to play. And I know the Jets were a mess, right? And Adam Gase is a bad coach. But at some point, he's got to elevate somebody. He never showed anything. And maybe he can be average. Okay. Why is that the goal? Why? Why, why not just go for the guy with the much higher ceiling and see what you can build with Justin Fields? I mean, I, I don't know. Denver, what are you doing? Carolina, what are you doing? You need a quarterback. Go get a quarterback. Who knows if you're going to be drafting this high once again, but they love J.C. Horn that much. Okay, I guess uh, Atlanta like the direction they're going. Would you go over seven and a half wins, Joe G? For Carolina or Atlanta? Atlanta, Atlanta seven. And, well, they're both. Yeah, you're yeah. right. They're both seven and a half. Uh, let's talk about Atlanta. I would go over for Atlanta. I so feel I. like Arthur Smith can get them into that eight nine win range in year one, which is is, is five hundred. You know, right? eight is eight nine, just a little under five hundred. Carolina's tough. The Darnold factor. If I believed in Darnold a little bit more, I'd feel good. But that being said, the, you can make the case that they they were competitive last year with nothing at quarterback. So they, could they be even more competitive in year two of Matt Rule? They have a little bit more experience on defense, very young defense last year, basically all rookies. I think you know they have some weapons on offense. Like they sh- with Brady as the, the play caller and all those weapons, like I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'm going to give Sam Darnold one more time, one more year to just show me he can be competent. Forget good, forget even average. Like can he be the 23rd best quarterback in the NFL, 22nd? Can he be there? Because so far in his NFL career, He's closer to 30, you know, during the time he's been in there. If he can be close to 20, they could go over that number. All right. Here's the bet I like the most. The team that we've avoided. We saved them for last. The New Orleans Saints. Sean Payton's still there. Kamara's still there. Michael Thomas. Drew Brees retires. I hate the juice. So I'll look for uh, a better price elsewhere. But I love, love, love the Saints under nine and a half. I think it, there's a real possibility. The top end talent scares me. If they're going to be available, hey, they're going to win a bunch of games because they're, they're just going to score too many points. I think they don't have a quarterback. <sighs> Saints under. Saints could be in last place. I like that. I like the Saints in last. And let me, let me throw a theory out for you. Sean Payton is not a dummy. Sean Payton understands quarterback play and offense as well as anybody in the NFL. His quarterbacks right now are Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. Is there any part of you that thinks Sean Payton here, who has his legacy secured, has a contract secured, he can do whatever he wants in New Orleans. You think he's thinking big picture on this? Like, think about the the San Antonio Spurs in late 90s. And I know there's not a Tim Duncan coming out of next year's NFL draft, but you think he cares about this year? I I don't know. I just keep wondering if, if things get rough, and Sean Payton sees a path to getting whoever the best quarterback is in next year's draft. If he's just going to say, oh, yeah, go ahead, Jameis, launch it down the field. I'll, I'll take your replacement next year. I mean, what are they doing? They can't win with Jameis Winston at Taysom Hill. Well, they drafted Ian Book in the fourth round. Yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, I love it. I'm on the same page. I threw this out there a couple of weeks ago on the show. We were talking about the worst record prop. The Saints are 85 to 1. Tanking. They're, they, they could tank. I think they're going to tank. Yes. Doesn't yeah. that make all the sense in the world? Who has more job security than Sean Payton? 
Nobody. And if they give him any crap, he'll just walk away and have another job in a second. Like he can yes. do whatever he wants down there. They've done this. They've been so competitive for so long. It's the natural first year without Drew Brees. There's no pressure on them. He didn't get a quarterback. And really, that team needs a reset anyway because there's so the cap issues. It's year after year after year where they're in cap hell. It wouldn't shock me all. If they get off to a tough start, I will start fading them every week. And, and you know how we'll know? We'll know when he gives all the snaps to Jameis because if you want to lose, you play Jameis. They brought in Trevor Simeon. That's right. Was he there last year? I don't even remember. I don't think so. Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, Trevor Simeon, and Ian Book. What are you doing? <laughs> Taking that, that should be the, the the catchphrase for the 2021 Saints. What are you doing? Like, what are we doing down here, in New Orleans? Yeah, and they uh, they haven't had a lot of draft picks the last couple of years. I I know they always take some shots on guys that they like and nobody else likes, and they hit on some of them, and everybody rips them. But they haven't had a lot of picks, so uh, that that defense they're getting older and older. So that yeah, they could be tanky. Would not surprise me at all if they end up. In last place, Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio. This is BetQL Daily Weekdays, 9 to noon on the BetQL Network. We're going to line them up next, get you set for the day in baseball. There's a doubleheader, and we've got 15 games to bet on. Keep it here on BetQL Daily from BetQL.